721 on a Friday morning. At this time, every Friday, we're joined by State Representative Todd Lippert from District 20B. Good morning. Good morning, Representative Lippert. Good to be here. Kind of a sad day for the Lippert family. Hey, <laughs> the Iowa so, Hawkeyes. You know, uh, we're, we, we pick ourselves up when the Hawkeyes lose. Yeah. It happens. We just don't enter the whole thing <laughs> here. We <laughs> just skip the whole thing and all the heartache that uh, comes along with it. So uh, let's talk about the legislative session this week. Uh, what have you been uh, working on this week? Uh, this week, uh, I had a, a bill related to soil health in the Environment Committee yesterday. Uh, so that's a, a pretty significant package. Uh, we established a cost share program for uh, farmers to get grants for soil health practices. So these are uh, practices that, that builds soil health. They prevent erosion. They really help keep our soil on Minnesota farm fields and not um, into the rivers and filling up Lake Pepin. And um, there are many water quality benefits. They help farmers actually save money. Uh, so uh, we established a cost share program, and and now uh, you know we have some funds available. We want to really build that cost share program up and help scale these practices up across the state. Uh, there's broad f- support for it, so I was pleased to present that bill in the Environment Committee, and uh, it's off to a good start. Now, what about the Senate? Is there uh, a similar bill uh, over on there? There is side? a similar bill on the Senate side. Senator Weber, who's a GOP member from Laverne area, also put forward a soil health uh, package, and uh, mine is really. Uh, aligned with the Board of Water and Soil Resources proposal. His is aligned with a portion of the Department of Ag proposal. So it's uh, it's good to see um, these bills moving in both cha- chambers related to soil health. I, I'm hopeful that we can get something significant, uh, significant done. Yeah, that uh, has potentially uh, some pretty big uh, you know, um, ramifications for down the road, the health of uh, our, uh, our lakes and our land. Uh, and that's right. You know, I... I want us to get to a Minnesota where we don't have bare soil. So we're, we're in the time of the year where, um, you know, we're going to be getting heavy, heavy rains and uh, bare soil is really vulnerable to erosion. So the more we can get uh, the landscape covered with uh, no-till regimes or cover crops and other perennial crops, uh, the better off we'll be and the more secure our food system will be as we uh, move into the future where there's going to be more extreme weather. All right. What are the other committees that you have been working with? Any other b- bills you have going through? Now, so uh, one significant thing we passed last night off the House floor uh, was a temporary staffing pool for nursing homes, uh, centers for people with disabilities, group homes like Laura Baker Services, assisted livings. Um, we know that those uh, parts of our healthcare system, in particular, are facing a severe staffing shortage, and. Uh, the longer-term solution is making sure that we get higher reimbursement rates in place, more support uh, for wages for those uh, facilities in our state. Um, but we also need to be doing something right now. So we established a temporary staffing pool at the Department of Human Services that uh, can deploy staffing to these facilities um, <clears throat> as they as they apply. And uh, it is temporary. It's a stopgap sort of thing. Uh, but uh, facilities can apply for staffing for 21 days at a time um, through June 30th. And that'll... Um, provide some support and then give us time at the legislature to get uh, some re- uh, to raising reimbursement rates and get something permanent in place. Where would the staffing come from though is, is the big question. Is there a, is there a pool of uh, candidates out there that uh, would want to fill those positions? So the Department of Human Services will be, be responsible for pulling a pool uh, a pool together. Uh, I'm not exactly sure uh, 
how they're going to be doing that, if they're going to be relying on uh, contract nursing services to do that or exactly what that will look like. Um, But we have the uh, authorization for a temporary pool, uh, funding for it, and uh, the Department of Human Services will have that resource available uh, for these facilities across the state on a temporary basis. All right. How much money goes along with that? Uh, So there's... um, Right now, it's a million dollars, I think, mostly just for kind of administering uh, this. Mm-hmm. And it's a short-term, temporary sort of fix. And we know that, uh, you know, where we where we get the, the big dollars is going to be related to reimbursement rates and making sure that the state is supporting uh, the wages at these facilities mm-hmm. for staff. You know, uh, one of the headlines today uh, around the state is uh, Governor Walls, he's proposing a bigger rebate checks, and he's come out with uh, a, a revised plan for that. Have, are you familiar with that yet? Have you had a chance to take a look at it? And were you in on that when uh, at least the discussions were being had? Uh, yeah, we saw that headline, too. Um, you know, I think in the House side, we've really been focused on trying to get the frontline worker bonus pay out the door. And um, the speaker's been trying to engage in negotiations on that with the Senate GOP um, and hasn't had any, um, hasn't been able to connect or get the Senate GOP to move on that. So the basic position there, we want to be supporting workers and have a frontline worker bonus pay uh, check that's we've passed uh, for 770,000 workers. The House GOP wants to be uh, filling up the unemployment insurance trust fund. Um, we think and we think we can do both. The The Senate GOP said we just want to be working on the trust fund, and it's been difficult for us to get any further in those negotiations. So um, that's the uh, kind of the, the bonus pay proposal that we've been f- most focused on in the House. Um, and we know the uh, rebate check is also a conversation that we'll get into the mix as we go through the session. Now, as far as that, uh, the rebate checks and that whole program gives Governor Walls his idea, and obviously he would sign that, but that would need to get through the Senate at some point as well, wouldn't it? It would. It would need to get through the Senate and the House. Um, you know, I think the Senate's focused on permanent tax cuts, uh, and, you know, our concern is that, that you're going to have, with the way they structure those, uh, you're going to have more money going to those who make um, more money uh, rather than uh, it being focused on it in distributing funds in an equitable way. Uh, we know in the House DFL we're, we're concerned about <clears throat> excuse me, affordable housing, child care, supporting our schools. Um, then there are significant needs we need to be addressing as a state. So exactly how all this is going to fit together, um, you know, we'll see as we go through session. Uh, but different parts of the government are putting forward their priorities right now. As uh, if my memory serves, next Friday, is that the first deadline for getting bills introduced? Next Friday is the first deadline. It's a policy deadline that will have deadlines uh, the following. So in the next three weeks, all of the committee work needs to get done. Uh, and so we have a lot of uh, bill hearings happening in a hurry. I had three bill hearings yesterday. I have one more today, uh, one, another one on Monday, and a few others that have to, have to get done in a hurry, and we're all scrambling to find time on the committee calendar. So uh, things are moving fast right now. Uh, staff, our house staff, is uh, spending a lot of time awake uh, preparing everything. So uh, this is just time of the year where things move quickly at the legislature. Yeah, I'm, I was going to ask, uh, boy, that's a lot. It sounds like a lot of a uh, lot of long days in the legislature. Is it going to be long days for you? Uh, yeah, there's some long days, a lot of phone calls. Uh, you know, getting getting pieces of legislation amendments just right, uh, getting presentations ready. So, uh, yeah, I had three bill presentations yesterday. So. 
uh, Tuesday and Wednesday getting those ready was a, uh, was a lot of work. Now, when you have those long days, and sometimes they can go late at night, uh, do you stay up there? Do you come back home every day or... Uh, so we actually in the house, we're still doing committee hearings uh, remotely. So uh, oftentimes on uh, remote committee hearing days, I'm uh, at home. Sometimes I'm at, in my office at the Capitol. Uh, on Mondays and Thursdays, when we're on the floor, I'm generally up in St. Paul. So, uh, you know, and many members are kind of uh, doing both. I think as we go into the end of the session, I'll be there more and more. We'll be doing more in person. All right. State uh, Representative Todd Lippert is with us now. Anything else that we should be aware of that you've been working on? Uh, I think just one one other thing I'd mention. Uh, we had a great hearing in Climate Energy yesterday on weatherization program. And uh, our own Northfield's own Robert Bierman was presenting that bill. Uh, he's an Apple Valley rep, but a longtime Northfield business owner. We want to get more money into uh, weatherization for homes right now. Currently, only uh, 10% of people who are eligible and apply for weatherization can get access to that. That uh, really saves people money, especially in times when we're uh, dealing with high energy costs. So we want to get a big investment in that program, get more homes weatherized, save people more money. Um, it's good for the climate. It's good for our economy. It's good for people's pocketbooks. So that's another priority that we're trying to move forward this year. All right. So, uh, we want to thank you so much for being with us today. Best of luck to you as you make it through another week of the legislative sessions. I'm sure it's going to be a busy one. We'll talk to you next Friday. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> State Representative Todd Lippert. You're listening to The One, 95.1 FM and AM 1080. Rich is coming up with local news in just a moment. Heritage Bank is a locally owned bank that cares about...